When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Star Wars 7x7, episode 3,352. This is our deep dive episode for the Ahsoka series, focusing on part four, this time Fallen Jedi. And we have to talk about the world between worlds, the big reveal at the end of the episode. Punch it. Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Boybot and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the world between worlds has been introduced in live action and I think it is going to be the key to getting Ahsoka to where the bad guys are headed and I will explain why there's one particular word in the audio description that makes it clear that that's possible. But before I do that, I do want to flag the events prior to the departure of the hyperspace ring. The fact that Valen Skull takes a lightsaber to that map ball and says no one will be following us and then they take off. Now there is one technological way that in theory our heroes could find a way to track down where the bad guys have gone, although getting there is another problem entirely. Remember in that second episode when Chopper tagged the transport craft that was carrying that last hyperdrive to Setos, uh, right? So. In theory, if that tracking device is still on that transport, then they might be able to receive a signal from that thing. But <laughs> number one, it is so far away that it would probably take a really long time for them to get that signal and useless at that point. And then of course there's the fact that they would have to build their own ginormous hyperspace ring to be able to cross intergalactic voids. And so yeah, that doesn't seem like it's gonna happen anytime soon either. So. Technologically speaking, the bad guys are lost to the good guys. There's no way that they're gonna be able to follow them that way. But then there's the possibility of the world between worlds. And so one of the things that I wanted to do in this episode is share with you the audio description because it actually says some fascinating things about the world between worlds. For a start, this scene where we are, you know, looking at the bird's eye view at the henge and then it pans out into the ocean, it says in the audio description that white caps give way to shimmering stars in an ethereal galaxy. And then it says beyond lies a black void where Ahsoka lies and they describe her laying on a path within the world between worlds. And as she stirs, it says ripples of cosmic dust emanate from an outline around her body. And when she stands up, the pathway that she's on is described as being composed of stardust particles that stretches infinitely into the black void of space. And as she looks around, the audio description describes other strings of similar arteries that bridge the interstellar vacuum around her. And then the shot from below looking up at her describes a lucent catwalk, and I had to look up lucent just to be sure that is glowing or giving off light. And it talks about, you know, her feet like 
underneath her, twinkling with a celestial glow. And then when we see Anakin, it talks about his face smooth and serene in the cosmic light. A lot of like celestial <laughs> thesaurus work going on here, which is just fine. And of course, you know, Hayden Christensen has been DH for this. So we talked about whether he would appear as a you know, force ghost or in a flashback or something else. Well, this is kind of force ghost and kind of something else. However, the audio description does not use the phrase world between worlds. And I've watched the show twice now. I've watched this scene over a couple extra times and I can't see any doorways anywhere the way that we have been shown them in Star Wars Rebels. That doesn't mean that they're not there. It just means that we've only seen like a very small section of what's happening here. And I suppose we need to consider the possibility that maybe it isn't the world between worlds, although it sure seems like it is. But if it is, then it also tells us that the world between worlds is not just a gateway between you know, time and space and whatnot, but it's also kind of a force limbo or a force purgatory in a sense where a person could potentially go and decide to you know, be done with their life and either become a force ghost and be you know, absorbed in the force or to you know, go back to their body and you know, live while they still you know, are able to recover from whatever caused them to go into the world between worlds in the first place. And even if you have already died and given yourself up to the cosmic force and are able to walk the path to immortality, as Yoda put it, and become a force ghost, you're also able to manifest yourself in this world between worlds as well. The thing that occurs to me though is that arguably it's probably easier as a force ghost to manifest yourself in the world between worlds than it is to manifest yourself in a quote-unquote real world way. And yet the descriptions of the world between worlds are rather specific basically it's not given to us as being like another dimension entirely that is you know not accessible or not uh equivalent to the regular plane of existence where most of Star Wars storytelling plays out, pretty much all of Star Wars storytelling. Or maybe it's just an easier way to understand it, basically. But when you talk about the vacuum around someone, you know, that makes you think there's no air in there, but clearly there's either air or there's no need to breathe in that space, which would be arguing for an other dimensional situation of that. But then you have the audio description talking about cosmic dust and stardust particles. And so, yeah, uh, there's still a lot to learn, but the window of insight that the audio description gives us to the world between worlds is just fantastic. And we're probably gonna spend a little more time there in episode five. So I'm looking forward to learning more about this space. But I do wanna circle back to one word that is used in the audio description describing the world between worlds, and that is interstellar. In other words, the space between the stars. And if they had said intergalactic instead of interstellar, then maybe it would have been a little more obvious. But we already talked about how technological means of following the bad guys on the pathway to Peridia, non-starter, it's not gonna happen in time. But there is this mystical way that it could happen. And that is if Anakin is somehow able to direct Ahsoka within the world between worlds to a doorway that would drop her off on Peridia. And and suddenly she could potentially be on the planet before any of the bad guys get there. I did wonder briefly if we might see Pergil 
flying around in the world between worlds and I didn't happen to see that although I've seen suggestions that you know maybe they are floating around some in various places where it's really hard to see them through you know clouds and mist and whatnot so it's possible that that's part of their migratory path that it goes through the world between worlds it's hard to say for sure but yeah, the point I'm getting at is <laughs> this is how Ahsoka is going to get to wherever Thrawn and Ezra are. And, you know, it's also possibly a way back or, you know, they hijack the hyperspace ring. Wouldn't that be fun too? But with all this talk about war, I don't know how you send a hyperspace ring out to this other galaxy without then bringing Thrawn back into this galaxy. I can't see how they would do all that setup for them not to make it back with the ultimate bad guy safely and cause problems for not only the rest of the series but then also for future Star Wars storytelling series and whatever movie Dave Filoni is working on. So that's what I've got for you on the deep dive episode talking about what we learned from the audio description of the world between worlds and how it indicates that Ahsoka is going to be able to get to the bad guys and you know have more conflict prior to Thrawn being brought back to the galaxy that we know and love. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.